are listening to the Core Stories podcast. These are stories about lives that intersect with Jesus. I'm Emily, the Communications Director at Otter Creek Church. We have many ministries here at Otter Creek, and John Zipkowski came to talk to me about one of those ministries that in particular touched his life, Freedom Prayer. My name is John Zipkowski. My father worked for Pan American Airways, so we moved lots of different places. Um, I went to two junior highs and three high schools. We um, ended up in uh, Nashville after I retired. My daughter, who lives in Nashville, and begged us to come live here. So through God's grace, we're here with our children and grandchildren. As, as a young man, I was raised in a Christian family. And the teachings that I received about the nature and character of God left me feeling inadequate. I I came to believe as a very young man that the only way I could go to heaven was to completely remove sin from my life. And I struggled with that for years, but it didn't take me that long to realize that goal was unachievable. But as I, I grew up, I studied the Bible on my own. I received a, I bought a very modern translation instead of my old King James. And so I came to understand the concepts of grace and mercy. This understanding gave me a hope of heaven that I didn't have before, but it still left me distant from God, God the judge, God the creator of the universe out there somewhere. There was a class that began here uh, taught by Andy Reese and Jennifer Barnett uh, based on their book, Freedom Tools. And we all we all bought the book and read the book. And the, the book, Freedom Tools, introduces you to the, the concept of the freedom prayer. And then later on in the book, it begins to give you techniques on how to actually do that. And as we went through the Bible class, there was some hesitation, like I, I just said, that I heard in my mind, perceived in my mind, God said to me, I love you, you're mine. And I, when I first read concepts like, like that, I went, hmm, 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 what does that sound like? And I, I can't really say what it sounds like. It's almost like your own thoughts, but it's, it's, it's different enough to say that really wasn't my thought. So there was some hesitation. I wasn't about to jump in full blast, but as we went through and we were invited to join the Wednesday night class where we could actually do the freedom prayer. I said, okay, I'll try this. Little hesitation, but why not? I have nothing to lose. And then as we, Jennifer and Andy, were teaching us the techniques for freedom prayer, we began to practice where we would not have to be the, the lead that was, but we could be there helping either taking notes or praying in our mind for this person. And I began to see amazing things. I mean, people that had wounds that negatively affected their life from their childhood were instantly evaporated. Forgiveness that was never there was accomplished. Freedom from these, these terrible things that oppress us and cause us to have an negative impacts in our life, like poor self-image or anger. And these things were eliminated in these prayer sessions. So it didn't take me long to say, okay, I want this. And then I had my prayer session and it was, it was amazing. I've never experienced anything like that in my life ever. So my 
Freedom Prayer Session was really life-changing for me. For the very first time in my life, I came to fully understand and accept the true nature of our God. James wrote, come near to God and he will come near to you. So during my prayer time, I was invited to actually draw near to God, to think about him and to pay attention to any response that I would receive. I was given space and an opportunity to do the thing I was never able to do before in my life. I felt the sense of God's nearness surrounding me like a huge bear hug. I heard in my mind, I love you, you're mine. This love and closeness to God has deeply changed me. For the first time in my life, my prayers are no longer begging for forgiveness, but now my prayers are filled with joy and thankfulness. What a blessing to know deep in my soul that my God loves me personally and has taken me for his own forever. My freedom prayer was a powerful experience that has changed my life from fear to love and acceptance, and I thank my God for it. Through God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, freedom prayer has freed people from guilt, from the wounds of the past, from beliefs that are false, from sin, and has brought them into a deeper, more personal relationship with God. Freedom prayer also brings people closer together. It's a moving experience to be praying with someone who's pouring out deep emotion as God frees them from the bonds of the past. Freedom prayer is God's work in us, and it's beautiful. And so it, it's still here at, at, in the church. People um, are invited to, to come to freedom prayer, even if they're not a member of this church. Anybody can come and experience the freedom prayers to help them liberate themselves from the pains of the past and draw close to God. I encourage people, if, if they're struggling with problems in their lives, um, wounds from the past, uh, struggling with sin, unforgiveness, beliefs that are not true, like I had a belief that God was just a God of just of powerful justice, not mercy. I invite them, encourage them to, to investigate the freedom prayer. The only time I've ever felt that was during that freedom prayer session. Before that, I respected God, but he was the creator of the universe. I mean, it was not, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine the creator of the universe. I'm a scientist and, and I love astronomy and because that's my education it was in chemistry. And so I'm analytical minded and, and I saw God that way. And it was almost like disrespectful to, to be able to think of him as individual for me in a relationship like that. And so when the freedom prayer came and I actually felt this close presence of God, like I said, a huge bear hug, it was warm. And even now I can close my eyes and I can feel that, that great warm feeling. And I treasure that. I never had it before until that moment. During my teenage years, I tried to give up sin. And I struggled with that for years. And I finally realized I could not. And so I gave up. 
I gave up. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example that shows how deep that was. When I was in college, I was at Abilene Christian College, that time college, now university. And two boys came in to try to straighten me up. And after their little talk to me, I said to them, I really appreciate the courage that you had to come and talk to me, but I know I'm going to hell. Let me go in peace. And that's really a sad way to live your life. And that didn't change until uh, I met my wife. And she was Methodist, so I had to convert her. And so I bought, I bought a... Um, version of the Bible called the New American Standard, which was written in paragraphs and sentences. Previously, I King James, which I got nothing out of. And that's when I began to, to, to understand grace and mercy, and that I realized I really could go to heaven. God could save me, not on my own accord, like getting rid of sin, but through his mercy and grace. And so from my early 20s until the present, I did not have this fear of going to hell, but a hope, a hope of heaven. But had I had this experience when I was a young man, oh my goodness, <laughs> I can't tell you how that could have been different in my life, how I could have touched other people's lives, my wife, my children. I taught, I taught uh, teenagers for, oh my goodness, must be close to 30 years in, chur in churches, juniors and seniors in high school with the goal of trying to help them make the transition from mommy's and daddy's religion into their own religion. And I taught them grace and mercy and love, but I never taught them about that closeness that they could have with God, and I wished I could have done that. I, I just smiled, think about it, to, to not only feel God's presence, but to be free of that burden of, I'm not good enough. It was, oh, it was always there. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Why can't I be better? And any time I would have a sin, I'd struggle with it so hard, which is nothing wrong with that. But the goal was to get to heaven because now I know that my sins are forgiven because, my God, I'm his. I'm his. Core Stories is a ministry of the Otter Creek Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. To find more stories, go to ottercreek.org slash stories and follow us on Instagram at Otter Creek Church.